0: Hi, everyone. It's Evelyn, and thank you so much for coming back and joining me for another podcast episode. Uh, For those of you who are new in this podcast, what we do is I'm on a journey uh, to try to live my best life possible, uh, spiritually, financially, psychologically. I'm human, and uh, I'm trying to eliminate uh, a lot of the flaws that we all have, and uh, by doing so. Uh, I have decided to take what was New Year's Resolution a couple years ago and extend it out uh, to more of a lifestyle change and identifying uh, where any holes could be filled, really, and to take others on that journey with me. And the best platform that I could use was that of a podcast. So here we all are. And um, if you're interested and you like the podcast episodes, then feel free to listen to some of the book series that I've got going on right now. I, I should be just polishing up pretty soon uh, the uh, the Hospice and Deathbed Visits book, which is Into the Light, which is my favorite book of all time. I hope that whoever's listening to this that is listening to that is enjoying it as much as I did reading it. And then upcoming, I'm going to give everybody a couple week break from all of the reading because I know that it's incredibly time consuming for those of you who are busy all the time. I uh, also am reading on the podcast in the next coming weeks. Uh, the uh, untethered soul uh, which is a New York Times bestseller it is um, highly touted by many of the meditation gurus and spiritual professionals that are across the world and uh, it's really uh, just uh, incredibly scientific is in regards to looking at uh, your inner self and what makes you tick and what makes you think the things that you think at the times you think them and what makes you passionate about things, what makes you not like things, what makes you look at yourself in different ways and understanding your conscious mind and what it grabs onto and builds on and, and things like that. So it's just really interesting to me anyway. And uh, if I'm going to be doing it, I figure if I'm going to be um, doing it on my own, I might as well do it on a platform where other people can learn the lessons with me and and we can unite in that way, which is amazing. Uh, because. Uh, my demographics say 27 different countries listened and um, that's pretty exciting uh, to be able to spread that knowledge. Uh, of course, it's other people's knowledge that I'm practicing. And uh, sometimes I try some of the things that we learn on here and I fall on my face uh, and I have to try something new. And sometimes I try things on here and it actually works better than I expected, um, could have expected. And so uh, I really appreciate you being here. Today I'm going to talk to you about some mindful concepts which I'm calling matters of the mind and you know obviously this is open-ended and it never has a polish off date. Um, I'm always looking for ways to be more mindful because it is your subconscious that takes so many things in that you have to realize when something's happening that it's good for you, it's bad for you, the energy that comes from it, how to build off of it if it is good for you. and how to really capitalize on the great feelings when they come, so that you can put more of that into your life, and then eventually make the best sense out of the bad things that go on, and, and how to squeeze the lessons out of them and use them as learning opportunities to be a better person, uh, and try to live, you know, a more a, a more life that is accustomed to what you're looking for, you know, and and for me. I've mentioned a couple times in this podcast that uh, I'm an incredibly hard worker. I um, have many different plates spinning uh, on many different fingers at one time. I'm uh, a multitasker by nature and I'm not a type A personality, believe it or not. I uh, work from an organized mess to an extent. Uh, and with that being said, I, uh, I am always uh, trying to figure out um, what fits in best uh, in this life. And my means to an end is uh, to eventually be able to travel and help others. I uh, want to learn more about culture and be able to help where I can with what I know and, and um, what I've built uh, mentally throughout the years. And, uh, and, you know, cultivate a lifestyle from other people's culture, if that makes sense. So uh, in order to do that, though, there are so many different uh, plans that have to be put into motion. And there's there's a lot of strengthening mentally that needs to happen. And there's a lot of perfecting that needs to go on with uh, a lot of things. And, uh, for instance, in a series of episodes that I have, I have um, a fear with age uh, that a lot of people love. They, they relate to it. As you get older, you know, you start watching you know, dateline and you start listening to people's stories about things that happened to so-and-so's daughter or so-and-so's neighbor or, you know, a friend of a friend had this happen to them. And then, you know, years of that happening, you start to take this carefree, at least with myself, this carefree, not afraid of anything self, and you start to... Kind of sand away the edges of it, and uh, you know you start to be afraid to walk the dog uh, after 8 p.m. You, you start to get afraid to uh, jump off that bridge on a summer day. I know it sounds crazy, but we used to do it all the time whenever I was I was younger. And now we drive over that bridge, and I can't even look. <laughs> I can't even look over because we're we're too high up. And I I remember holding hands with all of my friends when I was in college and jumping off. Of and it was so fun. I remember it felt like it was like 30 seconds until you hit the water. Uh, but what a rush it was. Um, and so, I mean, there's things like that that, you know, over time as you get older, you start to get afraid of those things because it's like you've had your hand slapped a couple times and now you're afraid to reach. And that's just one of the many things that we go over in this podcast to try to uh, kind of reverse the, um, the, 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 Stuff that you lose as, as you start to get older, um, you start to uh, look at, at things a little differently uh, through a different lens. And sometimes it's a great lens that makes you more wise and it, and it makes you more susceptible to be able to talking to people and teaching them some of the lessons that you've learned. And, and that's something that I love too, is being able to tell someone, hey, I've been there. I know exactly what it's like. I know what to do. Don't worry. Learn from my mistakes, so you don't have to make them. I I 100% think that that's amazing. Now, on the other hand, um, it can be a curse too, because you you keep yourself from moving forward. And so that is what we're gonna be talking about today, is just some mindful concepts uh, to keep you moving in the right direction, to keep you striving forth, uh, to keep you standing tall, keep you proud of yourself. Uh, and mindful, mindful of the concepts that are happening, uh, the lessons that can be learned from everything that you touch, everything that you feel, everything that you process emotionally, everything that's going on in your life, whether it be, you know, a a drastic change or a subtle change, uh, you can have a jar full of, um, you know, and I'm I'm air quoting pretty big right now, you can't see me, but I've got air quotes, Um, you know, just Tons of things that come together at once and create this um, this gathering of information that you need to process. It's all about being mindful in that regard. So usually around this time, I like to uh, go to a commercial so that we can uh, hone in on the rest of the episode. So with that being said, um, be back right after this break. everyone for listening uh, to that quick break that we had and joining me again uh, today uh, like I had mentioned earlier we're going to be talking to you about some mindful concepts uh, which I'm calling this episode matters of the mind because it is uh, everything that is the the conceptual part right Uh, taking things in and breaking them apart and finding out if they work for you Taking risks, feeling the feels, all of the stuff that makes your personality—you know—process everything that comes by every day. Uh, one of the most important things uh, is the matter, right? And uh, that's that's the essence of why I named this podcast "Life Over Matter," because uh, it actually came from my dad. Whenever I was growing up, he'd uh, he tickle me all the time, and I'm. An incredibly humorous person in my natural Evelyn life um, <laughs> and I love to laugh and everybody knows that I love to laugh, love to joke. Uh, it was the way that I got through a lot of stuff uh, throughout my life is through humor and uh, I mean I know when to be serious and I know um, when to be taken seriously when I want to be taken seriously but uh, I really do appreciate some good laugh. I think it's it's you know worth more than any amount of money and um and my dad would always tickle me and uh I, when i was younger i enjoyed it you know it made me laugh but then when i got older i started getting annoyed like i was a teenager he would come up behind me and start tickling me and i'd be like dad come on and he used to tell me you know what and i would tell him you know how come you're not ticklish because i tried to tickle him back and he would just look at me you know like all macho and everything and, and i would say you know What is your secret like why how do you do that i don't understand because he could look at me sideways and i'd start cracking up you know and uh he said well the way that you're gonna you get through it and uh one of the biggest secrets to life and and how you'll get through it is um whenever anybody's tickling you or whenever anybody's messing with you or anybody is doing anything to you that you don't want to let bother you then what you need to do is think of something else think of something else that will take your mind off of the matter and you won't be ticklish anymore you won't be bothered by something somebody said you won't be bothered by something that somebody did and you'll realize that your life is more important than the matter itself and so then he would test me out and you know try tickling me and stuff like that and of up, I couldn't I couldn't make it happen and then you know of course when I got older I was able to think about that differently think about what he said differently and while it might not have worked for tickling it sure did work for a lot of other things you know and it really came into play at the onset of the pandemic you know all of these softballs were being thrown you know all of these all of these items were coming out of nowhere um, in regards to help and uh, questioning, you know, did I wash my hands long enough? You know, do I have enough toilet paper that's gonna last me when there's no toilet paper at any store, anywhere? (laughs) You know, questions you never thought you'd be asking yourself. Uh, A lot of people were asking themselves over the course of the last couple of years. Um, You know, some people got laid off, you know? I, I didn't even know that there was, you know, such a thing as Is what had happened over the course of those days you know some people were looked at death right in the face you know and if they were lucky enough to survive it a lot of those people ended up losing a lot of people that they loved anyway and had to look that issue in the face and that was something that was incredibly you know talk about pivoting in life you know and all of the culture stuff that happened the course of the last couple years uh legally and you know just in our in our world the realizations that were happening the movements that took place uh you know the rioting and and things like that it's just it's crazy uh the amount of feelings feels that got involved and how as a person if you were to process all of that you were taking your mind and you were lifting it up over the matter. You were being able to press forward and be resilient and strong and able to say, you know what, not only am I going to grow from the lessons that I learned from all these things that happened, but I'm gonna be a better person when I come out at the end of it. And that was the anticipation for some of the goals that we go over on this podcast is just to embrace the reason for that the reason for the um you know all of the sudden uh, zero to 60 and 3.5 on the spirituality scale (laughs) processing uh life and how meaningful that it is and the people that are in it and every moment and how crucial that is to be gracious of and to show that gratitude and you know to keep that of the essence every single day consistency loyalty you know to the people who were there for you when all this craziness was happening right and showing them that you're dependable and that you can be a extension of those random acts of kindness or the love that you were just understanding that it is out of the norm, you know, to have a human being who wants to go above and beyond. Just the other day, it was incredible, man, it just blew my mind, the other day, I got science infection, which I'm known for, I've, I get them all the time, I want to say all the time, let me correct myself, I get them probably once every four months. But it feels like all the time because when they come they're just my whole head swells up and i actually had the choice i could get sinus surgery or my VSG surgery and i chose obviously to get my VSG surgery because the uh the recoup for the sinus surgery was a nightmare it sounded awful um but needless to say i needed surgery on my sinuses and i didn't get it so uh, every four months or so, I get a sinus infection. Well, I get shipped because I'm super um, anti-social when it comes to you know leaving the house. I only leave the house to go riding around in my car, which I've talked about on this podcast before. And um, I order shipped, which is a grocery delivery service. And <laughs> that's, like, my norm. It's my go-to. And in this case, I was so sick. Like, I didn't want to leave bed. just had the vaporizer going. I had all these liquids. I didn't feel like eating anything. Like, I was just sick. Tissues everywhere. You can imagine. And I put in a shift order, and the girl who was doing the order called me and said, Hey, Ev, you know, I'm sorry, but we don't have any Vicks. And I said, oh, you don't have any Vicks? And she said, no. And I said, well, go to the generic aisle. Do they have anything in the generics? And she went to the generic aisle. She said, no. And, uh, I said, well, um, any, any day quill, night quill, anything. Cause I just want to knock down at that point. Like, I didn't care. <laughs> I just didn't even want to be awake anymore. And, um, I'd worked through it and stuff. And when I wasn't working, I just and so she went over and she said, ah, oh, Ev, they don't have any, you know, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, it's okay. I said, you know, I've got some stuff around here. I'll just use it. And I said, you know, cause I've got, I've got oils and stuff that I can put in the vaporizer. So I was like, okay. So I get off the phone with her and I go and I lay back down right? and I've got like the pillow over my head and I'm, I'm watching Netflix and, Uh, the new episodes of Ozark just came out and I was like glued to the television. I was like, this is, if there's any perfect time to be sick, this is the perfect time to be sick. And so, I'm all cuddled up in my feather comforter and I hear the doorbell lets me know that she dropped my stuff off outside. I'm like, okay. I go outside. She's gone. Long gone. Pick up my bags. Bring them inside. I get into the bags and... Here, I had all the bags from the grocery store and then one bag from the pharmacy. This ship shopper had gone out of her way after talking to me and finding out how sick I was to the pharmacy and bought every single Vicks product that they had on the shelf. And so immediately, I mean, she got lotions, she got the salve, she got a humidifier, a liquid that you put in that smells like menthol, she got shower steamers for me, all kinds of stuff, right? I mean, this stuff probably was 50 bucks worth of Vicks stuff. I was so touched. I mean, I was so sick I could barely speak, but I was so touched that I texted her on the phone number that she called me on and asked her, you know, like, how can I pay you for this? How can, you know, do you, have, do you have Cash App? Do you have Venmo? I can pay you and she said i don't want any money she said i just felt so bad for you because you're so sick she said uh all i ask of you is that you do the same thing for somebody else when they need it someday please return the random act of kindness to somebody else and it was the greatest thing it not only made my day it made like the rest of my week i I couldn't stop thinking about it i couldn't believe that someone had done something like that for me um it helped me so much and I am talking about it on this podcast episode right now. Like I, I, can't tell enough people that that was done for me. Uh, the way that it helped me was beyond measure. Um, obviously that came out of her own pocket, um, and wasn't part of the order because shipped holds on to that money and then just expedites the exact amount, you know, they don't take it from another store, you know? And, uh, I mean, it was just incredible. I, I, I hope, that I get to see her again. I uh, wrote her a big long review, of course, on the website, and I tried to get a hold of someone corporate so I could talk about her. But obviously, getting a hold of a warm body is hard enough when you got something bad you want to talk about. Let alone something good, you know. But um, just conceptual things that are are matters of life and matters of life that uh, are part of our everyday and uh, being being good people, and sleeping better at night when we do sleep, wink, wink, Um, and you know, just trying to take in as much as we can. So I wrote down uh, some things to keep in mind whenever you're thinking about the matters of life and uh, the matters of the mind and the concepts that we all put together and things like that. And so the first one is uh, if you live without a plan life will make one for you. At least if you make your own, you can control somewhat what happens. And why I thought that this was important in the mindful concepts of things is that life goes on whether whether you want it to or not. And that's something that I've learned over time. You know, uh, you can't wait for, for certain things because it's going to make up your mind for you because time will move on whether you're here or not. And it's kind of a... A harsh reality, but then it's also an invited reality because if you're dragging your feet on something, uh, life has its way of kind of polishing things off for you, and hopefully, you like the outcome when it does. Um, Some things are beyond your control. You know, things are are meant to happen a certain way for a reason, and and sometimes it can be really, uh, it can be really bad, and you you have to fix things afterwards. And sometimes it can be really really awesome. And you, you know, don't know how fate had rolled itself out the way that it did, but because of the changes that ensued, uh, you could be a happier person because of it. But being mindful of the fact that life is going to happen regardless of how you're thinking of it um, is very important because you have the opportunity as the creator of your life to make a decision that you want to put forth a plan or you have the option to just kind of let things go and and ride the wave and see where it takes you so i thought that was cool number two is take care of your mind your body and your spirit if you don't have these you don't have anything and that's true right so just in the last two years or so i've really like i said earlier kicked things into gear on my spiritual sense um but you know I i didn't pay as much attention to my body as I do now, Um, you know, up until, you know, two and a half years ago when I had my VSG surgery, Uh, just because it took a lot of work and it was a lot of building blocks to get there to that point. Uh, And so, you know, getting my mind right is part of the reason why we're all here listening to this podcast. And getting my body right is part of the reason why I went through the plan to have the surgery and trying to get, you know, I I was in the hospital all the time and, you know, through my diverticulitis and, um, you know, in and out, in and out, in and out on different medications. The medications were making me feel a certain way. My stomach was always hurting and, you know, I had to make some changes and I have to continue to make those changes to my body so that I can live a more comfortable life. But in order to live more comfortably, I, of course, have to be more mindful Um, and I have to stick to certain plans that I made, um, with myself, certain people, um, so that I can, you know, better myself in my body. And then my spirit is really, um, you know, trying to figure out what it's all for, what it's all about, uh, the cause and effect to some things. You know, this year, uh, well, this last year and a half, we'll say, (laughs) has been, uh, quite the journey. Um, there have been some things that have happened to me in this last year and a half that I would have never expected in a million years, um, and they have been wake-up calls, they've been unexpected, great things, they have been mostly great things. I I can't say that anything um, absolutely horrible has happened in the, probably the last half a year. I did grieve a lot last year uh, for family and friends that were lost uh, in the first wave of COVID that was so, so deadly, uh, and I think that that stirred up a lot of emotions for me, uh, but uh, I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, and I think that there's a greater a greater reason for all of it. Uh, it's just spiritually, I am focused on not only figuring out what that greater reason is, but finding out how to control my emotions as far as getting centered, not letting myself stress out real bad about certain things, getting myself on a better sleep schedule. Uh, I have insomnia pretty bad and I have to be mindful of what time I stop drinking coffee. Um, I love Starbucks, so, uh, and I also love being in my car. So uh, <laughs> I have to tell myself at like two o'clock, okay, Evelyn, this is enough coffee. You know, when I'm going riding around at 8 p.m., you know, try not to go and get a venti coffee from Starbucks because I'll be up all night uh, and then I'll wonder why I can't sleep. You know, why all the world's problems are are going through my head uh, at three o'clock in the morning. Um, So take care of your mind, body and spirit. I meditate often uh, every single day before I've got to go to work uh, and sometimes Sometimes when I'm sitting down and I'm getting into my first meetings, I'm a little lightheaded, I'll be honest, uh, just because of all of the relaxation techniques, the breathing techniques, uh, different things that I'm doing to be more mindful of my day, to get centered, and focused, and uh, try to be the best leader that I could be, uh, try to stand up for um, what I, I am a professional at, uh, and create a good example for my team and uh, develop them as future leaders uh, and uh, show them uh, how things can be done. And in order to do that, I have to do it with a clear head. And so uh, meditating is a huge part of my life. Uh, and, you know, I just absolutely love it. Mind, body, spirit. super important. Number three, realize that time is fast. The moments, connections, patience, and the journey are important that's so true. I wanted to write this in there because I talk about it a lot in this podcast. On one day, you could be saying, I can't wait to do XYZ in four months or five months. And the next thing you know, it's that time and it's so fast. Uh, And then it's over and you're getting ready for the next thing that you're excited about. And then that's over. And the next thing you know, it's been a year. And the next thing you know, it's been two years, you know, if you're hugging your best friend goodbye and they say, I'll be back in a year, it seems like you're never gonna see them again, right? But if you're 80 years old and you're looking back at your life, I'm sure that you feel old-er, but that you don't feel as old as you are. Most most people will turn around and say, where did the time go? They can remember that like they were 20 yesterday and that's how fast life is and you know the, the time concept is a measurement you know it's it's a simple measurement that says this is this time this is the, this is when the sun rises this is when the sun goes down uh but it's very important to understand that if you want to live in the moment you've got to live in the moment that moment's not going to come back again. And if you want to duplicate that moment, you can try. But some of the greatest things that happen are the things that happen at the last minute, or things that happen spontaneously, or things that happen that catch you off guard, or you know, go better than you thought that they would. Um, moments that you can cherish and and take as many pictures as you can write down as many memories as you can and have your loved ones write down things you know save things because you don't know how long people are going to be there you don't know how long things are going to be there you know it's crazy and this might sound crazy so brace yourself but I went through a phase I might have talked about it in the first season I went through a phase where all I wanted to watch on YouTube was abandoned homes like urban explorers Going through abandoned homes, and that's how active my imagination is. I would watch these shows, and I would see these people going through these old abandoned houses, and it was incredible because I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. There would be like a kid stroller from the '50s that was still sitting at the bottom of the staircase, that still had the toys in it, you know. Or and then then they'd walk into the dining room and there would be six plates and they'd all have food on them as if the family just got up from dinner and they, you know, like they're obviously if it was 1950, the food wasn't still there. It was like, you know, bones or whatever, but they got up and they left. Right. And it makes you wonder, like, what happened to them? What what made them just get up and leave and never turn around and never look at their house again? And and so you would think that this was just like a one-off scenario and it's not there's like houses all over the world that people just got up and left and never went back to you gotta wonder why right well nature takes them over is my point point. and you realize that these walls that you're sitting and listening to this and this is gonna sound a little morbid so brace yourself for that too deep and morbid <laughs> it's Evelyn. um the walls that you're sitting inside of right now probably last longer in life than you do. And it's incredible because you don't really realize that that is a possibility until you actually sit down and you try to put it into perspective. And that in itself is the proof of how fast life can go and how enjoying the moments are are so important. I've only made it through a few and we're at 23 minutes, oh dear. Number four, be self-taught. All the tools for development are around you. YouTube, people who are experienced, books, trends, and practices. These are only a few of the ones that I am using currently. Uh, I have some angels in my life that know that I'm on this journey and are sending me books and sending me quotes and sending me uh, newspaper articles, emails, and text messages and recordings uh, of things and you know it's all different tips and tricks and guidelines and chapters and people and speakers and all kinds of stuff to help me on my journey and to help enlighten others on their journey and um, I couldn't be more appreciative of it Um, but at the end of the day those aren't gonna teach me themselves I have to listen to them. I have to read them. I have to practice them and do the exercises and then pass these exercises over to you and see what you think of them and see if they've made a difference in your life. So that's been pretty exciting for me. Definitely self-taught. All of the most important lessons that I've learned have been outside of a structured atmosphere. Um, I'm not saying anything bad about college or any of the jobs that I've had. They've also helped shape but um, social smarts is is some of the best self-taught language that I ever spoke. Um, you know, experience is the wisdom that helps, uh, of course, and then of course the research, and I love to research. Some of the times I'll be sitting here and I'll look around the room and, you know, I'll just be like with my hand on my chest, just in awe of something that I just read, or, you know, I'm that girl who is, wrapped around a blanket, you know, with a candle reading, you know, and I can't get enough of that in my free time. And it's something that is, you know, I've never been the the person to go and read like that. And uh, just in this last year and a half, it's been um, an outlet for me, uh, along with my meditation and a lot of uh, the practices that I've been doing uh, to center myself. And So I've been really enlightened. And I hope that through these episodes that I've been able to share even a fraction of what those blessings have been in my life. Um, and some of the exercises that I've been doing, I, I, like I said earlier, I, I hope they're helping you too. Um, because I'm doing them with you. I've got stacks and stacks and stacks of notebooks with different, uh, themed exercises that we have run over in this podcast, different ideas, different thought processes, different concepts of trying to be more mindful and different things that I want to share. You know, it's not everything is something that I'm able to divulge, but, um, you know, most of it I'm able to say this happened and this was great or this happened and, you know, I've got to keep moving. So um, number five is take risks. So um, the faith over fear, the fear with age, the the lessons that need to be learned, the life experiences, trial and error, building blocks and character shaping, risks are how you learn and um, they're scary. They're real scary, actually. Um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day at my nail place, actually. Um, Anybody who's ever been rejected from anything before that taking risks can be you, it feels like knock the wind out of you it can just feel like if you've been rejected like you've got to get up and you got to start something from scratch and at the time it's a hard critique to take rejection is if you feel like you're not good enough you feel like um what you did wasn't worth it uh that you know nobody understands what it feels like to be Um, A lot of the time, or at least that's how I feel when I'm rejected. Um, And so the next time you go to take a risk, you think about those feelings, or at least I do. And so when it comes to ripping that Band-Aid off, you take a moment and you sit back and you you think about the amount of cojones that you have left, right? You're like, do I really want to do this? And the answer is yes, you do. Um, Every single time you don't succeed at doing something, you are learning. Uh, more times than not, even though it doesn't feel that way, to uh, take the risk and fail is a easier lesson to learn than to take the risk and succeed. Although, if you're succeeding after taking a risk, it's worth celebrating. And then, that got kind of philosophical, but it's the truth. And it's something that I have to practice myself because before touching the burner, I always remember about the burn. And uh, I I write all the time on my Instagram how um, you have to take risks and you know different sayings about how important that is and that's why uh, because most people uh, don't go 100% with anything because and this is something I've read in my research most people don't go 100% with anything because they're afraid of rejection and that is the reason why they don't take the risks because they just like to be safe and and you know what that's that's something that I can relate to as well, because the safe decision is a secure decision. At least you know when you make a safe decision what to expect. Um, and so in a moment, they're gonna cut me off. <laughs> it's turned red and it's 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 flashing. So I've gotten through five. I'm gonna see if I can uh, dodge a commercial break and uh, continue uh, our list here. See if it'll let us Hey everyone i have uh, gone over uh, some of the concepts and uh because uh anchor has given me the flag to move forward i uh, am actually gonna wrap this one up and i'll be continuing of course the um, mindful concepts in the next episode uh, but i'm gonna stop at number five just to give this time to marinate give you guys time to think about some of the that we talked about. I know I didn't give any exercises in this one, uh, but just a way for you to grab some of these concepts and think about them and be mindful of them. And that's the that's the name of the game for uh, this series. So um, I will continue uh, to talk about some of the mindful concepts and matters of the mind uh, in the next episode. Uh, until then, I hope that you have a wonderful morning, a great afternoon, and a great night. Thank you.